This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Christmas is a good excuse to be like, no one's in town. How are you going to make? Mm, yeah. I have feelings. Although, <laughs> did you guys listen to Serial when it was like huge? That podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. When they took like Christmas off, I was like, why did you do that? Like you pre-recorded so everything, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, drop it. I'm at home with family. I need oh, this. Oh, funny. <laughs> Two, three, four. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Talk 30 to me, it is great. Hey guys, it's Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. And this is Talk 30 Rock to me. Talk 30 Rock to me. Our podcast all about 30 Rock, Tina Fey. I know, you're, you're great. Uh, Tina Fey, badass women, all that fun stuff. NBC stuff. NBC, mainly just NBC stuff. Mainly just NBC Get stuff. Get out of here, CBS. Right. And Netflix. Ooh, too soon? Oh, I don't know. I think everyone's... I think just stay mad. Just right. stay mad at Netflix. We are forever. recording this on October 1st. Yeah. I was watching... Your post was amazing, by the way. I was so proud of myself for that. Kelsey I was, made a great video <laughs> of like the moment 30 Rock was left um, Netflix and went to Hulu. Because she like searches 30 Rock, you see it, and then she redoes it, and it's gone. And we got a lot of response Did you that. see, though? Because I, 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 I went like a little too far. I recorded myself typing it in three times. And then the last time, I just put sad face, sad face, sad face. And it comes up with like a My Little Ponies thing or something. It's like the funniest thing or a Barbie thing. It was, it was, I like shouldn't have searched it three. I should have done it once and then sad face, but lesson learned. I like the idea that they would make like emoji searchable. Like you put the sad face and it brings up like a really like heartbreaking movie like beaches. And right, then you right, put the right. eggplant emoji and it brings up some like 50 shades of gray or nonsense. This is uh, a new system. Netflix, I'm copywriting it. Right, right. But yeah, so that, so everyone can go to Hulu now. But yeah, I was very proud of that post. But I was literally watching the episode at like 1145 while playing a video game. I had it. Never mind. That's I can get into that later. But I was curious, like, what happened if I was watching it when midnight struck, and then I got distracted playing a video game. So I don't know. Your priorities are that. very much in line. Yep, I was <laughs> slaying a giant Japanese salamanders. Teenagers. No, we're on a different game at the moment. To giant right. salamanders. I'm pretty sure at the time. Anyway, but real quick, so yes. you're gonna say this stuff because I mess it up. What's our <laughs> you, stuff? We you have can to try. Say? You can try. All right. Like. Well, first of all, if you're listening, you haven't already. Please subscribe. That's great. We really appreciate it. Uh, hugs and kisses from us both. And if you leave a review, we send you a sticker. We do in the mail, in the, in the real mail, not the email. Yes. it's very exciting. Did you? I don't know if we talked about this on episode yet, but Melanie, one of our listeners in Australia, is driving her car around with our sticker on it in woot, Australia. Woot. It makes me so happy. And it's next to, um, she has a whole bunch of stickers on her car, but has like the fancy boy candles, Jamie from best of friends podcast. Like there's, I really, it's great. Company. Very honored. That's great company to be in. Yes. So thank you, Melanie. Um, also apparently you get a shout out if you actually use the sticker. Well, yes, you do. So yes, you just do. know that. Um, <laughs> also go to boardwalkaudio.com and click on support our artists. Nope. Hang on. Slash slash talk, uh, talk 30 to me. Rock, rock to me. To me? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're getting there. Oh no! If I die one day, well, and then you just you guys with you, <laughs> Kelsey, don't joke so about it. So boardwalkaudio.com/slash/talk30rock to me. Then you click the supporter artist button. It'll take you to Amazon. And you can buy stuff. I bought nothing on Amazon this week, but I can get into my account again. So, oh, that's good. I yeah. I keep thinking about buying a phone case, and then I'm like. Because my phone's naked, but uh-huh. it'll happen. Buy your phone case. That's all I got. I almost bought a 30 Rock one, and then I was like, or do I want a Harry Potter one? It's very Ooh, complicated. It's a struggle. So. Um, we've been talking a lot, and we're not here alone. Uh, we have Miss Cassie Jerkins. Jerkins. Dang, I was like, <laughs> it wasn't an N. It was an R. It's okay. Cassie Jerkins <laughs> on our podcast right now, and she sat there very quietly while we just rambled. Yeah. Welcome. 
Thank you. Thanks Hello, everybody. Cassie oh, so has a to be podcast here. called Dumb Nerds. Yes, the Dumb Nerds mm-hmm. po- podcast. The, the Dumb Nerds podcast. Where mm-hmm. funny people come on to talk about a smart topic they consider themselves to be an amateur expert I in. I love that Ooh, so That's much. a really good premise. <laughs> it's basically NPR, but for like nerdy but funny people that aren't too nerdy. <laughs> I, I genius, love that I guess. so much. <laughs> What's a topic? I'm, I'm going to get into this real quick. Sure. What is what is probably one of your favorite topics you guys um, have discussed? Well, I really liked uh, when I recorded like just a couple of days ago was on Victorian spiritualism. Ooh, Ooh, it's really unique. Yeah, I learned so much. Like I didn't know seances were invented during that time. Oh, crazy. And they were huge. Like if you were like a good seance person, like the White House would invite you to yeah what? it was like hot ish because i <laughs> yeah, have a thing queen victoria was like really big on it That's yeah freaking crazy. it's so crazy would you just there were like those sisters who were super into it yeah, right those yeah. three who'd like kick under the table yeah they were the girls that invented it That's and crazy. they got to go to like the like the white house yeah like twice like once for abraham lincoln and oh mary my todd yeah and the other one was for pierce his wife was like come we want to talk to our dead son Aww. um oh, and then gosh. queen victoria was famous for like when her husband died she was like in mourning for 40 years oh dang yeah 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 um and then like her too specifically because she was in mourning for so long affected how the people mourned and it really changed like mourning culture and funerals and it was crazy interesting because she also established the white dress for the wedding dress that was her so she yeah and and she did the veil people loved her oh my gosh i didn't know the funeral thing that's fascinating yeah and there's like a ton of death superstitions and who did you have on as the expert in this um it was my friend clark kinez he was he's my first returning guest because he came on in the beginning and talked about greek mythology oh cool and killed it and he's just like he just knows so much (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah interesting yeah that's really really cool yeah yeah we were talking about my favorite murder Mm -hmm. earlier so anything like spooky and death related i'm like tell me everything everything about it (laughs) yeah yeah i'm like waiting for someone to come on to be like i'm an expert in this like murder case or something Uh, oh seriously find somebody who's immediately associated with it yeah yeah that'd be crazy i bet you could find someone who like knows way too much about that franklin murder house or something yeah i've been meaning to drive by that i i I, every now and then i'll I'll read the whole story and get really spooked out and then like go to bed and forget about it do you remember the house like we both grew up in orange county do you remember the house the one that you drove me to and then i freaked out and i hid in the back of your car while you played because you played terrifying Yes, we played Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> she surprised that me. It was like a house that like someone hung themselves. Well, and that, the rumor was like this house was half burnt for years, and it was like in kind of like like Anaheim Hills, like it was the in a nice, nice area, area. Yeah. beautiful area. And you like drove down, and we like drove past it once, and like don't pay attention to it. And then you do a U turn at the end, and you drive past it, and you're like, okay, see there, and you can see it kind of burnt, and you can like see the one beam, and you're like, so the husband, his whole family died in the house, and then he hung himself from that beam. And it was just and no idea what the real truth is. For all we right, know, someone right. just left a candle up. Yeah. But we were there, and my, our friend Bethany was in the front seat, and she hit play on her iPod as soon as we were there. But it was like this dark, it was Lord, like Lord of the Rings, of, so like the Lord yeah. Sauron <laughs> booked <laughs> it out of there. Like we were intensely trying to scare Kimmy, and we all freaked out and <laughs> zoomed down the road because I suddenly was like, if I see it, it comes back with me. Yeah. So I'm not gonna look at it, and then and it won't haunt me out of respect. And that belief is a very Victorian belief. I'm a very Victorian woman. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> See, the more I read color. about it, I'm like, I could have been a Victorian woman. Sounds great. <laughs> they went to death nightclubs. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, that's a thing. Wh- wait, what is that? Like you would like 
wear black and you would go out and you know uh into like the seedy part of town and there was a club that you would just talk about death the entire night and all the tables were coffins well, that's oh, why everyone was into that tuberculosis crazy. look too, where it's like you're supposed to be gone. <laughs> no, because like people would try to look like because te- really cool people would have the consumption, and so you would try to look. It was fashionable to look gaunt and drawn and have very pink cheeks because that's what consumption was. Like Whoa. it became a fashionable look to look like you were dying of consumption, oh which is crazy to me. Yeah. Ooh. Hi hi. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I should pay rent. Um, <laughs> this really dates what day this podcast is. First of the month, it's everybody. The it's clearly the first of the month. But okay, I'm really excited. I'm going to go and listen to your Victorian episode. That sounds really, really good. I'm very pumped about this. But um, well, this is the question we always ask our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your meet cute with 30 Rock? Ooh, were like, you guys like in real- college and then you were like in oh. class and then like 30 Rock was in the corner looking all cool and then you were just like, who's that guy? <laughs> and then you checked it out and you fell in love. Like, um, what's your story? I think my meet cute at 30 Rock is like, it's like that, that person that you're like into, but your paths always keep like crossing. Mm. You know what I mean? This like, it's like, oh, I love this. oh, you again, you know, <laughs> like at a party and you light up and you like have a great conversation and then it's like, well, I got to go now. And then mm-hmm. you don't see each other for months and then you come back and it's like, ah, you again. I wonder if something will ever happen. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, um, because it wasn't until like Netflix RIP mm-hmm. right. when I like really started the like watching it in <laughs> chronology chronological order because before it was like oh it's on it's on tv totally yeah you catch an episode where you could yeah because my lifestyle was at that time when it was really on was like i didn't have a tv i was like poor college student Mm -hmm. like yeah so it was like if i was home for school like uh from school i could like catch up a couple episodes oh totally yeah yeah got it so did you so once it was on netflix did you just binge through it most of it i wouldn't say i i feel like it's kind of like how I am with like a lot of sitcom or like shows like friends or whatever. It's like, I know all the characters I can jump in any point. Um, and I kind of know like big events. Okay. And then there's probably like a few seasons that I'm like, Oh yeah, I've watched that all the way through. Okay. Yeah. Cause um. I, I don't know the weird thing with like Netflix culture too is like, Instead of starting at the beginning, it's like, oh, I want to start when like this actor became a regular on the show oh, or whatever. Interesting. So, that like, hurts my heart to do. Oh, I'm yeah. always a start from the beginning, like in yeah. everything that I do. Uh-huh. But after everything I, that she does, <laughs> everything. It's 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 yeah. it's a sickness. Um, <laughs> but I like. The, the, I can do that with 30 Rock now. I can do it with the West Wing and I can do it with Friends where if I'm suddenly like, oh, I kind of want to start watching Cup of Sisters of Friends, like I will jump straight into like the season that Monica and Chandler started secretly oh, dating. Oh, it's the best part. Yeah, and that I'll watch those like, the great I've, TV I've, I've like only watched that part of Friends like probably 10 <laughs> times and not the rest of the well, show. Well, see, my thing, I'll start there and then I'll just keep watching and then I'll get to uh-huh. the end of it. I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't start at season one this watch. I was in season five or whatever it yeah. was. Uh, I have some uh, really, really good family friends that the two the the older daughter she just turned 18 she was watching through friends for the first time and her younger sister bethany and becca they were watching she was watching with her and i had rebecca in the car and um rebecca's 12 
Mm-hmm. 12 um, and she was telling me I was like so where are you guys at in friends and she's like well they're at the wedding and Rachel's pregnant I'm like do you know who the dad is and she had no idea who the Aww. dad was I'm like oh this is exciting time it's you really no idea that's how it was with Jane um, my roommate who is in the room right now she uh, was just <laughs> watching friends for the first time and she also actually started it in the middle which was really interesting because then I was watching her experience it all for the first time and she knew some of it because of pop culture but not all of it so yeah that was delightful Jane you let me re-experience their uh, uh, their friends. friends and I just want to thank you for that <laughs> thank you <laughs> oh, give yourself a round of applause applaud yourself uh, she's really upset that I pulled her into this but, <laughs> um, but yeah no it's really really fun to do that I don't know how we got here uh, oh just how Netflix has changed the game there we go or streaming services they ha- definitely yeah. have I mean yeah uh, I've never I've only watched like a handful of episodes of Cheers and I'm like, uh, I get the gist okay. of this. And I'm like, that seems like such a privileged thing to say. <laughs> like, it's like one of the best shows ever. And I'm like, I watched a few. There's, I like yeah. popped in and saw like some of the like iconic actors that came through yeah. the show or whatever. And it's like, I get this. Yeah. No, that's exactly. <laughs> it's just too it much content. There's too much. There's so yeah. much good TV. You know, mm-hmm. I'm so I've already like I've been going through all of will and grace so I, was, I knew this is what was man coming. i have yeah. I, it's killing me now that i'm in like season two of my rewatch and i can't watch the new episode that like just dropped so wait can't or whoa committed to watching I all will, of it and, and then, then i will, ah! which then i'll have like seven new episodes so i'm like kind of excited for that like but it's, it's still killing yeah. me you think it's gonna take you seven only seven weeks to watch 11 seasons of will and grace no no i don't i what or whatever seasons when i, I no, sorry, that was just an example. <laughs> no, okay, uh, I was just like, because I was like, I believe And they're only 20-minute episodes, too. It's like, they are shorter. Ep- no, mm-hmm. I, it will probably take me longer than that. But I'm excited. I'm a little bit excited that I'll be able to binge the new season yeah. instead of having to wait. But I did notice while my Will and Grace keeps popping up on Hulu, um, they just put Family Matters on Hulu. Wow. <laughs> and I'm kind of excited for that. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Oh my gosh! They put a lot of the uh, Disney. What is it? Uh, must the ABC? The ABC TGIF TGF Friday shows. <laughs> I just saw they put they dumped yep. a bunch on there, which is so oh, weird that Hulu that was has such Full a House. Big deal back right. in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, step by step, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Full House, and Family Matters. Mm-hmm. I was not allowed <laughs> to watch Sabrina. <laughs> really? No. Oh no 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 no. That The Simpsons, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Space Jam. Nope. Space you- Jam. I don't know. Oh my god! I, love I can that. ask my mom when she listens to this why I wasn't allowed to watch. <laughs> I will say this: Do you know who directed? Sabrina the Teenage Witch? No. Potsy from Happy Days. That's fun for like uh, one what? person listening, but they're like really happy. It's my one of my favorite fun facts about Sabrina. Oh, is this another... That's another... That's, we're going to have two Happy Days references in this episode. Oh, <laughs> there should be about 20 because that's my <laughs> life. <laughs> Very influential show for me. Um, but anyway, um, I agree with you all. There's too much content. There's so much good TV. I don't mm-hmm. know what to do all the time. Yeah, it's overwhelming. This is how most conversations I have end. was like, too much TV, y'all. Yeah. It's <laughs> too much. Black Mirror, when am I going to watch that? Yeah. I don't even know. I will say the one thing I am glad about too much content is I feel like growing up it's like if you weren't watching that show you would just be isolated from the conversation Mm -hmm. but now because there's so much content like it's like nobody watches everything no one watches everything so there's not like what do you mean you're not watching game of thrones well you can't talk to us anymore or whatever i think i was literally i feel like i'm the only person who doesn't watch game i don't watch it either you're the minority in this room right now kimmy lucas how ridiculous it's so insane that i watch game of thrones (laughs) <laughs> but I also hipster. feel like ten years I'll probably binge it all and be like, oh, who do I talk oh, what, to? Oh, I'm not like show. right, right. I'm like I have not. I'm <laughs> never. I'm not never watching the show. Yeah. But I'm forcing myself to read the first book, and I've tried three times and I can't get into it. I just have to. It's sit. a history book, Kelsey. It's fake <sighs> which is, history, which is so just not, not me. Thing. And so, normally I'd say 
lean into the history, but this is not the moment I'd say lean into the <laughs> yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelsey doesn't like history as much. Mm. So. It's just not my, my yeah. thing. But, well, e- I'm sure eventually I will just go through Game of Thrones. Because it's be like Finally. Yeah. Because it's I the like best that show. you tried to read the book three times because I tried to watch the pilot three times. <laughs> I love that. And I just like, <laughs> it ends with like that kid getting pushed off the tower and I'm just like, I don't. You're a this wife. doesn't feel good. <laughs> it, that, that, well, honestly. And everyone's like, you just got to watch like no, no, no. seven more episodes. No, uh, no, 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 no. Don't listen to them. You know why? Because that episode sets the tone for the entire show. So if you didn't like it, you might not like the show. It sounds like there's a lot of like traumatizing things. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of like with Walking Dead. Like I was oh, yeah, a I can't deadhead hang. for a while. But then it's like, I feel like it's just trying to upset me. Like oh, it, because yeah, yeah. there is something where it's like you're the like the burns lover you keep coming back oh, <laughs> you know yeah. like, this is you. abuse they're like um, yeah that's yeah. how it felt when i like dropped off it was like they're like yeah we just ended on this cliffhanger but you'll be back in six months bye uh, and then sure enough six months it was like the most watched episode yeah. on television it's like they know they can do that that's they horrible. can be a bad <laughs> right boyfriend or girlfriend. Bad boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, that's an excellent metaphor for what they do and i feel the same about a lot i feel the same. i did the same thing with walking dead but I'm she's like, this still in the abusive relationship okay so. game, of Thro- here's what game of thrones game of thrones is i this feel is like an intervention more in- <laughs> intervene and then intervene with the world kelsey i'm not the minority step one kimmy lucas step two the world, the world. no i would have totally agree with you particularly walking dead i did the same thing game of thrones i feels like gives you a lot of victories where you it, like yeah. even out really well which is one of the joys of the show is there's like a weird sense of the universe correcting itself even when it's also deeply cruel in that world yeah so for me there's there's two kinds of auteur there's an auteur i hate which is the one who just does not care about his audience and likes toying with them and there's the auteur who's just like my world is so complete it just this is how it works and everything makes sense even though it's awful Mm -hmm. and george r R. martin and like joss whedon actually fit in that second one for me yeah because joss whedon will do things i'm like this is cruel but i'm like damn it it makes sense in this world yeah (laughs) yeah so i agree with you i could not do walking dead um (laughs) but don't watch game of thrones if if that first episode kills you don't do it (laughs) it's it's not gonna get better (laughs) no it doesn't it's just gonna get bigger yeah oh god i love that show but well we should do our 30 30 30 30 30 30 when we do an explanation we need to remember to explain that that we do this every time it's so weird why do we do it anyway so you're doing our 30 30 today yes guys oh my god great news is back mm-hmm. and guess who's on great news this season rumor has it tina fey <laughs> has an arc on on great news this what? season i'm a great news fan i think it's a really cute funny show i think it works really well i think the joke writing is pretty sharp um and i'm really excited to see how it grows mm-hmm. i think it's got room to grow in interesting ways and briga helen is my favorite she's the female ben feldman for nbc where she's their yeah. star <laughs> they keep trying to place places yeah um, and this fits her really well oh awesome um but yeah tina fey plays like the new boss for like the news team did the you watch the first episode i did watch the first episode episode and it's really good and she's really interesting good Ooh. i she's pretty much playing a, con- a contemporary to jack donaghy that's what somebody said that like jack donaghy would be so proud that's what i kept seeing online because she does the uh, ridiculous power lady stuff in the way that he did yeah. the ridiculous power dude stuff and it works really well but she's doing much more cheryl sandberg type thing when he was doing a much more of a jack welch type thing like mm-hmm. they're they're commenting on these powerful figures but she is a jack donaghy and in this, without spoiling for people in this first episode Brigitte Helan's character is trying to get Tina Fey's character to mentor her. She's trying oh, really hard to get her to mentor her, be like, uh, and to like tell her what to do. And she, it, though it's interesting, the other 
in 30 Rock, it was the other way. Jack was pursuing totally. Liz. This is the Liz character is pursuing the Jack character and the Jack character, Tina Fey, is not into it as much. <laughs> wow. It's really great. But I was so fascinated by her taking this role. I like that a lot. Yeah. And it makes sense because Tracy and Wickfield would have written. I mean, she wrote in 30 Rock, so she yeah. would have written a Jack Donaghy role. And I think it makes a lot of sense to to Tina Fey who played against this character to want it to be this character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think, do they say any Jack? I'm curious if like they'll have her say any Jack lines. <laughs> I mean, they don't say specific <laughs> like, Jack like, lines, but she says a lot of Good interesting God. stuff. Whatever. What's, what's her name in, um, what's the main chick's name? I don't remember. I, I know remember everyone by their actual name. Fair um, <laughs> so Andrea Martin is also a favorite of mine <laughs> on the show. Good God, Andrea. Like I, I think that'd be just the funniest thing if they just slip that in. Just, there, I, I wouldn't I'm be sure shocked. They will. Yeah. Those worlds yeah. are connected. You've heard my theories, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I'm really intrigued to see how they take it. Cause I think they are going to go more Sheryl Sandberg than like classic American tycoon. They're going to go with this like new leader, but it, she plays it really well. I think it's super funny. I'm very excited to see where it goes, but I was just really intrigued. What a Jack Donaghy move it was. I like it. So that's my 3030. I, I forgot that that came out this week. I don't remember if I lo- watched the last episode of the first season, um, but I need it to. It was a good one. I love the show. I think it's really charming. So very happy. Superstore came back too. So I'm just a happy camper. <laughs> and good place back. too. And th- yes, the this good the place came one, back. But. And then um, and Nathan for you came back. So it was a real good week what for me last week. What was the last, last one? Nathan for you. I've never even heard of that. Oh, it's a Comedy Central show. It's probably uh, one of the best okay. shows on television right now. Whoa. Oh, my God. It's brilliant. Interesting. It's Comedy Central, so a lot of people have harder access. But I can't... If anyone takes anything away from this podcast, it's Watch Nathan for You. Not Watch 30 Rock. <laughs> <laughs> watch Nathan for You. That's the my goal. My next <laughs> podcast, Nathan for Me. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you for listening, guys. That's my 30-30. I love it. Uh, you had something, Cassie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I uh, got to see Jack McBrayer perform with Lennon Parham um, for like a hurricane relief fundraiser. So Aww. where was this? Why did I miss this? Like, where can I find these sort of uh, like walk I me through what I think it wasn't advertised as much as I think the showrunners had hoped because it was in the Inner Sanctum. It was, it was in like, the Inner Sanctum, it too? It was like Friday night at 930. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. No, I was yeah. at Um That just breaks my heart in a beautiful way yeah they're both playing house is one of my favorite shows right yeah and it's like like looking at the lineup it was like this this is gonna be packed and it was like so intimate and like i don't know it was something really cool to like seeing these like amazing improvisers perform for like maybe like 30 40 people but in that like this huge room that makes it feel like there's only like 10 people sometimes yeah yeah yeah. um so it's like because you know it's like if you go see like facebook or something at franklin with the lights and everything it it feels like boom show we're on top of like the performers but this was like more laid back and like i don't know it just had like a different feel to it but it was like super special i find the inner sanctum has created a really unique like in all of ucb because franklin is such a special space yeah there's just something really magical about ucb franklin every show is just wonderful and feels full and ucb sunset is really cool and really beautiful but i think the special thing that i've heard and i haven't even experienced the inner sanctum show but the way people talk about the inner sanctum reminds me of how people talk about ucb franklin the main room like there's something very special about like performances in that space i've heard yeah i think the thing that i love the most about it is most people that perform in that space are like these really passionate like students like up and comers you know so it's like maybe it's not the best but the fact that like they they feel so strongly to this art form and they're like wanting to get better and serve it and then like and then you do see moments where it's like oh or like a couple years later you're like i saw that person like grinding it and now they're so great 
and um yeah and then like because so many shows are like student produced like some really great experimental theater like happens in there that's, that's like awesome that's really cool. yeah like this new show just got a write-up um it's called like the jimmy fallopian tube show okay and it's basically <laughs> a late night show written entirely by women because in late night television it's all men it's all men mm-hmm. uh and it's like just creates like such a great safe space uh and like they're getting like the only few female like writers for late night to come in and like talk and like like be a part of the show and it's i'll just check like, that out that sounds amazing yeah yeah the jimmy fallopian and That's then amazing. and it's like <laughs> open submissions so they're always like please come write like and yeah it's amazing and that's it's really like, really cool it's such a cool idea and like it got like a write-up on some i forget who did the write-up but it was like really comedy like, bureau split slide or one of those kind of things yeah just mm-hmm. being like hey look what's happening like this is you go know. see this that's so cool yeah thank you for being the write-up for me yeah <laughs> now I, know about it. I really appreciate that yeah so it's just like really special shows have like come out of it so that's yeah awesome i think yeah definitely years from now people will be like the inner sanctum <laughs> oh my gosh no yeah. I, that's it's been really funny because i remember when the venue opened and it was it, it takes a while for a venue to find its own totally. voice and what it does and yeah. that's what's really popped out for me so awesome that's really cool, that's cool right, i'm gonna here. keep an eye on the inner sanctum then because apparently jack mcbrayer just performs right? yeah yeah they did like a 20 minute set and then they stayed and like watched like storytellers oh, and other student cool. improvisers Supporting. like it's really cool yeah i love Lennon parham so yeah. much gosh i'm obsessed lady hero why did I even say lady? Just hero. Yeah. I know what I, I did. Can I, last night I was on the phone. I, I, I work in IT, so I got a call from somebody who was having issues, and she kept calling me. I was dying. She kept calling me her Shiro. <laughs> uh. I was like, I'm really okay being called a hero. Yeah. Also, I, all I did was reset your password. <laughs> um, but she, she called me a Shiro like four times. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. I was like in tears. It was great. A that's Shiro. fascinating i've yeah. never heard that before it no, like a weird, it's not a thing Shiro. it sounds like a weird sandwich <laughs> like also it. hero like isn't like hero right or like her-ro. i get like it's the, like the history her story like Heroine. i roll my eyes at it but like at least the word his is like i yeah. still don't love it but i kind but like hero yeah like, like hearing no shearing like that's not a it's yeah <laughs> it's not a word that is too extremely gendered no yeah not at all good try lady good (laughs) try we appreciate it was very sweet yeah Yeah. appreciate the heart of it i don't hope she doesn't listen to this (laughs) oh god (laughs) i'm like uh, she has your sticker on her car (laughs) (laughs) she's crossing it out like dead to me (laughs) (laughs) rotting cheese like yeah she's cassie you're my favorite person that was amazing (laughs) oh my god Oh, All man. right, should we get in this episode? Let's talk about this episode. So the episode we are talking about right now is season four, episode two, Into the Crevasse, or Crevasse, depending on who you are. Um, air date was October 22nd, 2009. Director was Beth McCarthy Miller, and writer was Robert Carlock. We like them a lot. That makes sense because this is one of the best episodes I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote three pages so worth funny. of notes, which is because the next episode I like, but I didn't write as much. And then this one, I was just like so many thoughts. AV Club did not like this episode. They were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my recap for this is that Jenna is dealing with the emotions of the possibility of a new cast member. <laughs> Jack is dealing with the corruption in business, which brings back his nemesis. And Liz is dealing with the fallout of that's a deal breaker. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's it's a so deal breaker. Good. That's it's a deal breaker, so ladies. Good. I, I find here's what I think. AV Club doesn't like the episode. So this show does a lot of setting up plot lines, uh-huh. and then wor- like you have an episode setting up, and then one or two working out a plot line, right? Mm-hmm. They do that. They do like little three episode arcs, right? Yeah. Deal breakers one is more like a five or six, but it's dealing with the ramifications of the first episode mm-hmm. before it leads into how everything is going to progress, right? Yeah. They do that a lot, and I find AV Club does not like those episodes that are tying up loose ends, or right. or they're like that they might like it better story. if you looked at all five episodes together versus then they the seem individual. to like the, i find they like the standalones yeah and i find they like like the big show-stopping episodes these ones that are just moving everything along and really interesting and for me i love this episode it's very interesting i find they do not respond to very well mm-hmm. so just i'm watching you AV Club. <laughs> i see what you're doing so um this episode had just a really fun opening scene that i loved mm-hmm. guys uh, i'm gonna go on the cigarette diet what do you think yeah dr. i know Leo's dr says it, it's life changing okay but you saw did you see what the other book was that you passed by from peanut to president uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, up twice in the two episodes i know which is milton green's book which mm-hmm. i just think is hilarious and then did you did you recognize who was in the, the store window oh, oh i wrote ah it's the asshole dentist from parks and rec yeah john glazer it's jam. Yep. and then it's john, john glazer. it's john glazer yeah i was really i forgot that Mike. was him me too i was just like i don't remember his name i was playing video yeah games he was definitely friend. like you're like i've seen him in everything yeah yeah, yeah. what's his name yeah and i knew you would know instantly um he had a true tv show john hodgman i'm a big yeah. john hodgman fan and john hodgman's a big fan of john glazer so <laughs> i know who john glazer is. <laughs> um i liked that i was reading like i like paused on the screen like when he when um Mike held the book up to the window um, and you can't see read all of it cuts fuzzy but there's this one paragraph that's like uh, he has a job he's passionate about the chances that he will stalk you when you break up lessons a busy man doesn't have the time or patience to figure out that the password to your email is awesome sexy lady 09 the flip side is that if you do date a guy with a good job he can hire professional and then it cuts off and you can't Aww. see what else is on the screen <laughs> but so great I yeah. love like detail i think that's honestly what makes a show great oh like totally when you do this stuff that's like no one will see this but some but do i and saw it amazing <laughs> um i it just made me think of the giant cutout of liz is one of my favorite things in the entire <laughs> world and several years ago which is this the episode with this is the werewolf episode right yes or, okay so it just made me think with twilight it's so like when twilight came out my for some somehow I ended up with a half size top half body of Taylor Lautner. It just happened. Um, and then my little sister ended up with a full size Taylor and a full size Bieber, like Justin Bieber. Uh-huh. We had these giant cutouts in our living room at my house for years. I remember years. this and it terrifies me because he was under 18 when you got those. Because <laughs> yeah, I remember people celebrated his 18th birthday, which is disgusting. Okay. I only have the, <laughs> that's like, I only have the top half of his body. But so, uh, that's not comforting, <laughs> no, Kelsey. It's, it's not, it's not. But I, my sister had these giant cutouts, but I just remember at Christmas time, like they were as tall as our Christmas tree and coming home wow. one day and my dad had been home alone and he had like turned them around so he didn't have to like see them. But they're like, full size you'd walk in the house and you just see the shadow of a man and it was oh just God. terrifying and then we had <laughs> the beaver was in my bedroom at one point for some reason and i or maybe i stole it from jenna and i intentionally <laughs> stuck it um against my window between my blinds and the window so that when the lawn men went by in the morning they would just see justin beaver's head popping out <laughs> um but that's what i think of when i saw the giant tina fey uh, cut out 
Oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> what a journey we just went yeah. on. Sorry. I was like, when I saw the cutout, I'm like, I have stories about cutouts. You do. And I re- <laughs> the worst part is I remember these cutouts <laughs> very vividly, Kelsey. I mean, pictures of Ben holding up the Taylor Lautner. Mm. Um, anyway, so that's all just in the opening thing. So It's one of the, you get one of the best gifts yes. for 30 Rock I have is Blammo, another successful interaction with a man, <laughs> which I saw someone send former guest Caitlin um, recently oh, on her really? Facebook because she had like a funny story from a comedy club. Oh my goodness. So I was really excited to see this pop up. <laughs> I, love I love this this moment. There were a lot of like lemon. It's Wednesday. Like that pops up in this episode. God, that the line. ones that you yeah you see pop up gifts constantly. <laughs> what a week. Lemon. It's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So let's talk about the Jenna storyline. So <laughs> I can I um I've been to Iceland. That's what Iceland looks like. <laughs> so what I this is the expertise I bring to the table, guys. As someone who's been to Iceland. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Well, I, I was think. laughing. I was like, oh, like, it's cheap to get there now. It's cheap to get there then. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I remember watching this and being like, who goes to Iceland? And now it's like. That's legit what I thought, too. And I'm like, now everybody. Oh, yeah. It's like the place Iceland. to go. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> so, no, it was it was really that. I love seeing. Yeah. I, don't, I was talking with someone about how the show. Was that last time we were actually talking about how the show was going to how the show ages? Because the jokes are oh, so all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. We get so many jokes in this episode that like, are very Will much it be as funny 20 years from now? Type well, yeah, thing. well, particularly because a lot of people won't remember when all the big companies were being bought, were getting big checks from the government, mm-hmm. you know, buyouts and all that. And um, mm-hmm. one of those other things was, will everyone remember the vampire craze yes. Yes. of the early aughts and early and late aughts? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even put the Twilight connection. Yeah, until she said just, it. Like, no, like I was just oh. like, oh, she's like in a student film about a werewolf. Like, I think maybe in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, this might have been near. Yeah. That w- so like t- Twilight and True Blood both came out in 2008. Got it. So, and got this was, it. O- was 09 yeah. or 10. This was 09. So, was, yeah, just a couple of months later. Um, And What We Do in the Shadows came out in 2015. So I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kim my favorite dying. movie kelsey it's in my top five it's my taika waititi i've never heard you mention that oh my god no Ever. I'm like uh, i have more <laughs> stories but not for this anyway we'll come to everyone watch what we do in the shadows i'm bringing it up because it was written in the mid-aughts and then they didn't make it in 2015 so then this random mockumentary about vampires from new zealand came out in 2015 everyone was like <laughs> what and then it's a perfect movie but we'll move on um i love that we get the director again i like that they just were like this guy directs everything on the show That's what so else funny. did we direct this little guy is the director of garfield three oh. feline groovy he's the director <laughs> commercial to the make he's the- also the director okay. i know all y- little white dudes look the same to you kelsey they do i'm sorry <laughs> he also has that like Racial he's wearing like the classic like baseball hat that a director the Ron, wears. Yeah. I, I the Ron, Ron Howard, Howard yep, yeah yep. the Ron Howard Steven Spielberg yep um which is so funny that we have this very specific idea of directors now from those two dudes <laughs> yeah. but um but I really liked getting him back in there I think he's a uh, he's up there with Josh Fadum's agent character I just love seeing oh, him every yeah, time oh, I, love awesome. him. I love Josh Fadum on this so show good. <laughs> so funny but that's pretty much all I had about this plot line it was pretty other than mercury poisoning, yeah, from, her, uh, rec- t- testing her rectum. Right, I just love that she that Liz assumed that Jenna was like, "Oh, you're still going to make this difficult for me," and she's like, "No, I actually have mercury poisoning." Oh no, that's oh. not what I read that as. Oh Kels. really? No, that's her just being difficult still. Because who gets mercury poisoning from testing their like? It's it's fake. I don't, I can see Jenna having. Done All right, something Cassie, wrong. why don't you? What do you think? Be the, be the, uh, be the deal breaker in this one. Uh, I did perceive it as fake. Okay. Really? Yeah. Dang. All right. Just because, like, yeah, the whole time she was just like 
just earnestly like being like very like smiley and yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. and then being like but fuck you is oh. like the subtext <laughs> the whole time so i just took it as like again like can you get <laughs> no because the mercury's on the inside of the but what if she broke it in her rectum it's jenna <laughs> oh my gosh no I, i'm not, I, I would say i put From a lot of a money broken on this. thermometer can you get it all right let's this is uh, your the government is very intrigued by your google searches right now Mercury is not absorbed through intact skin or from a healthy digestive tract. There is no way she has a healthy digestive tract. Um, oh my God, Cassie. Harm- okay, I won't read this. But no, this is just, it's scary. <laughs> this is one of our deepest dives. Uh, how realistic is this thing that Jenna's going through? None of them I are. Think just, I think just because like we've learned a lot in this rewatch that Jenna does have genuine moments. Yeah, this is not one of them. <laughs> I interpret it as a genuine I moment. I respect that. I respect that and I respect you and your ideas. But, um, but I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> But that's really all I got. I don't know. I didn't have any other notes on this. I, I thought this was fine. It was just kind of a filler. It was like a cute moment for Liz to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was just like, all right, Jenna's in Iceland. That's all I got. That's <laughs> yeah. all I got. Um, we should talk about the Jack. Jack. This is oh, my favorite story. I like this <laughs> so cute so much. Oh my gosh. Um, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> um, I, first of all, I just love how the show often starts with Jack and Liz together and then it breaks off into their storylines. Cause that yeah. is, they're always, almost always dealing with very different things, but you always get them together. And then and like, they end together too. A lot of the time. And they yeah. end together. They call it comes together. But I really love that. Uh, he, his quote on the back of her book is lemon numbers among my employees. And I love that when he's reading it, she's mouthing what he's saying. Like she's so proud of it as well. Like, I'm going to mouth it. You can't tell I'm mouthing it because it's a podcast, mm-hmm. but I'm mouthing <laughs> just like Liz did. Visual jokes. Um, I I think I just love anytime Devin. Again, this is a very topical joke. This is dealing with all the bias that are happening with the car companies. Yeah. Um, so this was clear, dealing. This was answering something that had been happening throughout the summer of that year that I, re- I remember uh, a little bit. Yeah. What yeah, also can we, very relevant right now was that. Um, using the company helicopters to dry their home tennis courts, which what people using like government or big like oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> topical, topical, topical. Uh, <laughs> but I did love the idea that that's what they use the helicopters for. <laughs> We're drying their home tennis joke, tennis <laughs> courts. Um, um, and then and his response. So I love that. Yeah. So Banks is is interviewing Jack. <laughs> I love the whole thing with a gavel. This isn't Congress, but he's asking him all these things. And I love Jack's like, yes and no. Yes, that did happen. No, it didn't not happen. Um, and then when he calls out the fact that there was, they threw a cabaret themed Halloween party on fire Island and it's banks talking to Jack about it. And he's like, if I recall correctly, that was you like, <laughs> come on banks. Oh, like, uh, well, whatever. Um, I really liked that a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and I remember very much they advertised the joke um, in the trailers for the new season. I remember the, the ads, the running joke that Devin is good friends with Sasha and Malia Obama. Oh, my gosh, oh yeah. <laughs> Kevin S says it has to come to the party. Right. <laughs> I find that really funny. I don't know why. I just find it very funny. I just love Will Arnett on the bed with like his legs kicking behind yeah, him. Oh, my yeah. gosh, Malia. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh! I love. He did he's not say. Let's text him right oh. now. He's just one of the funniest people on this planet. Will Arnett's so good. Oh he's my gosh. Every time he shows up, I just write Banks or Will Arnett. That's cute because I just write Devin. <laughs> <laughs> really big. Um, I also love that 
um, he was like, I, the, so Banks explained like the whole reason I took this gig is to like bring you down basically. Yeah. And I could have had an ambassadorship to any country, even the gayest country, Ireland. And Jack's offense at that because he's a black Irish bastard, right? Like he's so offended that he would call Ireland the gayest country. Um, <laughs> I just love that so much. And then <laughs> the gun sounds, uh, the laser i've gotten made fun of many times in my life for making different gun sounds um so i appreciated him getting kind of called out on that (laughs) they just vibe with each other in such fascinating ways yeah Yeah. i love what a good nemesis on a show or a good foil should really have very similar origins or similar like have something very similar yeah yeah so they because i love it because in the end they really understand each other in a way that no one else does which is why it always ends up super gay (laughs) 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 whispering at each other um but i just really love this pa- jack is such a great character because he pairs you can always say something so interesting about culture because of his power mm-hmm. you know when you put him with elisa you know it's yeah. about it's about white wealth versus you know um like a people coming to america and trying to make it for themselves and dealing with poverty or you put mm-hmm. him with liz and it's conservatives versus liberals and you put him with Devin, and it's just this fascinating like business versus politics versus like I don't know. I just sexual find tension. So, like, so much, <laughs> so much tension. Oh my gosh! I'm always really into it too, and I'm like, yeah, keep keep talking. <laughs> um, I also loved his thing where Jack is talking about like what the headlines are saying. Donaghy saves GE, comma marries your, your mom. Stupid. <laughs> oh, you guys are high school boys. Yeah, you dummies. <laughs> did you guys see Jimmy Kimmel did a new celebrities read mean tweets about themselves? No. Mm-hmm. It ended. I was very excited. It ended on Kumail Nanjiani, Aww. and oh. they say basically. Um, he reads the mean tweet. I'm just going to ruin it for you guys. Very sorry. But he reads it. It's basically someone says, Kumail, what, uh, how many colors is Kumail on Johnny's dick? And he responds with, all the colors of your mom's lipstick. Oh. oh and it's one of the best. The, it ends. It ends on him. He He's gets to so close good. out. He closes out like... I mean, uh, Lithgow's on it, Gal Gadot's on it, and they end on Kumail because it's such a great burn. Oh, Damn. my god! I gotta watch that. I, I saw he's hosting SNL soon. I know. When this comes out, it'll have oh. already happened. Oh. I yeah. am. I'm so I'm excited so proud of him. him. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I think that's how everyone who works in LA and in comedy feels. Yeah. I think everyone just loves him because everyone went to the meltdown. He's so great. He's yeah. so great. And it's just like, oh, this yeah. is so exciting. It is exciting. But I just loved that burn, and that's what I thought of when he made that your mom joke. I was like, that's so the best good. your mom joke I've heard in a very long time <laughs> yeah that's well done Kamel. Yeah. <laughs> it's the real deal now he's hosting snl that's yeah, so crazy that's so it's insane. amazing moving on i love it i love it um on the jack storyline it kind of intermingles with the liz stuff but when he's talking about the whole like go into the crevasse right he tells this story about ice hiking and he went down and whatever connie chung cut the rope the only thing that m- it made me laugh is that um in the episode in season three where like Jack finally breaks up with Elisa, he gives a very specific example of his feet because he finds it like, Oh, she'd kill me if I cheated on her. He gives a very specific example of what happens if I'm in an ice cave and it's cold and there's a person there. And a, comely take off our geologist. a comely is a geologist. Comely yeah, that's geologist the worst, the which example. I was laughing. I'm like, Oh, he's had an experience in an ice cave. So that might've been almost like a triggering thing for him. That just, <laughs> it's just kind of what made me laugh. Oh, he's gone ice hiking before. And that's why he thought of the ice cave. Many, Apparently many Connie before. Chung is not a Geologist, no, though. she is not. <laughs> a 
and then this is his storyline has this whole oh because they're trying how are we going to raise money how are we going to raise profiles for we're microwave we're going to sell a lot of microwaves so they're yeah. building a new microwave <laughs> so stupid which this is now the second time that we've seen them try and like redo a microwave because there's a micromate right or the bite the nuker whatever from bite episodes and episodes before exactly and ham button yes so he's always working on the microwaves always because um, he hasn't had microwaves taken away from him they're really leaning Spoilers. into the kenneth they're really leaning into the like oh interesting what's going on with kenneth vibe. yeah we see did you guys notice where kenneth pops up intriguingly in this episode yes did you see it Wait. uh that's not this one my dear that's the next episode the microwave where they're doing the microwave dance yeah. Oh, I didn't he's see him. in I it. Was, oh, I thought guys, you were talking, talking about, about in no. Stone Mountain. Oh, girl, I know what episode I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing so many fake hair motions. <laughs> um, that's just for you two. Right. No, I. Uh, he's in. First of all, the band looked like Rooney to me. It wasn't, but that guy had Jason Schwartzman eyebrow. No, uh, Robert Schwartzman eyebrows. Uh-huh. Okay. And I was getting major Rooney vibes. Um, that's not interesting. I just felt like it was worth saying. <laughs> but no, they have the bands do the microwave, and Kenneth is in the audience dancing. Oh, see, I was looking what? at the band. I didn't look at the actual that's good that's uh, nicely done oh good no that, i wow. remember that was the beginning of me understanding when i first watched the show that something was up with kenneth because i was watching and i was like why is kenneth <laughs> oh, how funny I my eyes just always that. find jack mcbrayer guys <laughs> <laughs> this works for i me. mean yeah it's uh, he smiles so much yeah it's natural <laughs> um yeah no it is the microwave is my favorite part that was so stupid that's really <laughs> i love it i was like this is so dumb and also like yeah as a, like a person in la it's like they built that set they wrote that jingle <laughs> they like they shot this for like a five second clip uh-huh. and it's like so oh much i on love this it show. so much yeah they do the family guy flashbacks but they actually have to build them yeah right instead and of they're them. good <laughs> yeah like that episode where liz is uh dating dennis and she's like the little girl with the match they created an entire winter set and then put snow on it and filmed this like two second thing of her with oh, a match oh that's going right out. the matchless girl i know it's fabulous the amount of money yeah. they put in those weird flashbacks <laughs> <laughs> i also admire it i'm glad you know. but do you think that helps a little well i guess all sitcoms are like that but like they predominantly have what three i guess four different sets they have jack's office like the writer's room and liz's office liz like they're not having to rebuild new sets constantly they just have yeah. to, I, I guess most shows are like that now i'm thinking about that never mind bad example and honestly they have the soundstage <laughs> they have all these dumb it's a dumb papers thing like that they would use back on tgs it wasn't that much but it's just really funny to me that yeah ever put into a one moment joke right? yeah yeah which is i think says a lot about the show the show values its jokes that's yeah it's, it's heart and it's jokes are equal so that's what the av club guy i think it was in this article for this one he was saying that he felt that the jokes were slower in this episode than they were in seasons one and two i don't know what do you think i like the jokes (laughs) great jokes that's i can't remember if i was just like i don't i was trying to remember if i thought that they that there were less of them that's Um, so weird because when i think 30 rock i think it's like a writer show it's like a joke show you know uh it's like yeah, the ideas and everything are so funny. And then you get these like great characters. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of um, jokes. I just would say there's a lot of plot jokes. Like the like Devin and Malia. It's not a joke joke. It's not him just saying something. It's, it's a visual thrilling. gag. It's yeah. a plot thing. There's yeah. a lot of plot jokes in this one. Maybe well, when they're uh, not as many normally. That's what he at one point. I, like I said, I can't remember. He, he didn't like the next episode. I'm going to take so, this guy on. Right. Like, come on. And he come made a comment. He like made some joke. I mean, it might have been for the next episode where he was like, and yes, there's another C plot. And he's instead of, you know, digging into more character development, like he was annoyed that there was like 
a kind of like a lame C plot rather than spending more time on A and B plot and really digging into the characters. Interesting. But, you know, maybe he's just that's he's a guy who really likes digging into characters. Apparently you know? that's his his hill to die on. I appreciate yeah. your openness to this man because I'm, like sh- <laughs> I'm shutting him out you're very like, quickly. Die. <laughs> but you're, you're well, I just think he there's gave like it so C. many different types of shows, you know, like it's like you want character development, like maybe like go to Parks and Rec or something like I think that's more of a character heavy show where 30 Rock is a little bit more like heady which I think is fun Mm -hmm. because then yeah it's like what's up with Kenneth like there's like these easter eggs that are like clearly the right it's a writer's show yeah I totally agree with you so this guy (laughs) have your opinion just know we disagree strongly just know that it's wrong (laughs) oh my goodness well I just want to end I think the Jack the Jack storyline gets pretty simple he ends up he goes into the crevasse and he defeats Devin by making Devin his boss yes and by taking the bailout bailout not buyout bailout that's what they were called oh right right yeah Oh god, the bailout. Record, start over. (laughs) (laughs) Finish it. (laughs) This get a new earth. This one's (laughs) over. Um, uh, but I really, I have very vivid memories of watching this live and loving the Pontiac Aztec joke. I don't know why. I think it's because I find humor and specificity. That's Uh a very specific joke. Okay, did you have an opinion on the Pontiac Aztec? I didn't know what that car was. Oh. It's the ugliest car. Do you know what it is now? I mean, I know that it looks like this microwave. It's the car that the, the big deal about it was that you could open up the back and it was like you were in a tent. Like it was for the person camping. The whole thing was oh. that. And like like legit on Survivor that season. I went through this whole Survivor binge a long time ago, but I watched this season live. And that was like the car they won was the Aztec. And the this is very my mom. I, I grew up driving a PT Cruiser. That was just the car we had. And my mom, when she got her PT Cruiser, was on like PT Cruiser forums and that sort of thing. I remember, but I remember everyone yeah. loved PT Cruisers. It was, we just got rid of it like a year ago and it was like a very traumatic, like that's the car all three of us girls learned to drive on. Aww. Like my mom's first brand new car. She got it, it was seven miles on sort of thing. Um, but on the forums, like nobody liked the Aztec and they all kept calling it the Aztec. Stupid. <laughs> like, it was just like, the, that's what I associate the Pontiac Aztec burn, with. Guys. But yes, it is like burn. the ugly. <laughs> car ever sorry those of you who might still be driving it around um but yeah so that that to me was funny because i was like i had an opinion about the aztecs i'm like oh you made the microwave into an aztec like (laughs) like that was a thing oh i didn't know you could make microwaves worse but you can (laughs) you did it good job i literally was like ha that car's boxy like a microwave (laughs) i also just love like semi-tired drunk jack he's like guys about 55 hours but i think it's a good idea let's replace the yeah yeah uh, let's replace the heater or whatever the the The, oven stupid so stupid (laughs) oh i don't know I just think it's very funny. And it's yeah. a nice commentary oh, yeah. on American ingenuity. Yes. Oh, totally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. All right. The final storyline. Let's talk about the deal breaker, deal ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, Liz, she wrote this sketch forever ago. Now there's a book on it. All these things. And every male in her life is so frustrated at yeah. her. Um, because they all think that she is taking parts of their life, which she is, um, <laughs> making their wives and significant others so pissed off um i mean like starting with frank which this is funny to me because so she he's like he saw met a girl in the in the park uh he was practicing jedi moves um had her ride on his bike handlebar snuck her past his mom to look at his mint condition hellboy figurines so first of all though liz loves star wars there's no way she would write something negative about somebody trying to be a jedi in the park in that book i'm just saying liz loves star wars all right, continue. She does. I no, I'm not arguing with you. Uh, anyway, continue. She sold out. She said, "I'm like, uh, too cool for Star Wars." No, <laughs> no, don't say that. That's just that's just sacrilege. Um, um, 
but then I was laughing to it. Listen, like I get it. Like, okay, this grown ass man loves his mom. Like, yeah, that's a deal. Like his mom is Patty Lapone, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> <Fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but if you like Star Wars, you might be intrigued by a guy in the park doing Jedi stuff. And is that what you, you like, Kelsey? You're like, I mean, Ooh. that's that's a different podcast. Man knows his way around a lightsaber. Being Ooh. a nerdy boy, like, come on now. Um, or like Hellboy figure. Like, if you're into like figurines and acting, like that would be a fun thing for you. Like, yeah, I think that is a very elitist opinion of her to say like that part's a deal breaker. The sneaking past your mom, the handlebars, a new guy like that. If that implies he doesn't have, which in LA that's different, but like I, I did not fully agree with that deal breaker. I'm just saying. Well, hers are very complicated. Some of them are. I actually thought if you're a man with a, a with a job with a name tag, that's a deal breaker. Oh, but what if you're a doctor? That's so funny. True. I was very <laughs> funny. Poor John oh. Glazer slash Mike. I know. Also, <laughs> not you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I know. This is where I get too literal on the show. I was like, that's kind of mean. I know. I'm just trying to pay his bills in whatever <laughs> way he can. Maybe he was in business school and decided he didn't like it. It's trying to figure. I, this is just Superstore's plot line now. <laughs> but, um, I really like Superstore right now. Yeah. It's very strange. I have a big crush on colton dunn um oh yeah he's great oh let me thank get you. tracy but yeah thank you oh. <laughs> for affirming my crush uh tracy being upset with liz as well if you have seven cell phones and you, if he has seven cell phones and you don't have any of the numbers that's a deal breaker <laughs> <laughs> and i just loved his line a book hasn't caused me this much trouble since where's waldo went to that barber pole factory so stupid and so then i googled like where's waldo barbershop just to kind of see and like of course it didn't exist but it now like everybody has made the photoshop of the polls and will where's waldo and that's just such a thing now oh that's so funny that's such a dumb joke i, I like it, it. So, but they give him the dumbest jokes and he works them so he well ha- yeah oh, so well and then um pete gets all annoyed too which i don't think he says what about the book he didn't like but he pushes liz very awkwardly i know i was really intrigued <laughs> by that push he pushes her flat on the chest like not like at the like like gra- borderline like grabs her boob like it just it's so awkward i watched it twice because i went did I really just see that? He, but it also what it feels like. It feels like a big brother, little brother dude. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what you would do. A guy would do to another guy. It's just weird because she has boobs. It's like he's <laughs> right on yeah. them into a wall. I wonder if Scott adds it just like his hand was misplaced also, or something. Like, that would hurt. Like that's right? what I would that thought. Was... I was like, ow. <laughs> it was female problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that was just that was very very bizarre. Um, but so then because of this, Tracy is now moving in with Liz. That was very funny. Exactly. We get one of my favorite lines. He goes, I can't go to my other house or my houseboat I cannot find. Yes. <laughs> um, and then it's like, put the reef shark in a, in a bath with a reef. And then I just love the visual gag <laughs> of a bag with something moving in it. <laughs> I loved it. It's such a so good, good. It's such a good addition. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why? Who thought of that? Right? <laughs> just, it's such a classic thing with the show where you could just have them say like, oh, in the hallway, I've got a reef shark. You just show her kind of looking. Into it. But they actually yeah. include like just that they allow for that moment with the bag uh-huh. kicking. <laughs> oh, that God. That's so funny. Um, I did know on here that scene, it goes straight from... Um, Devin banging the gavel straight into the door knocking. It was like a nice little transition. Love a good at it. Love a good I thought you'd appreciate it. me actually noticing that. Well, you're noticing that. directorial I choices, Kelsey. <laughs> also, Tracy has a gold silk pillowcase, which he just loves gold, and I went into that pillowcase. He's a, flan- he's a fancy man. A fancy man. <laughs> he is. He's a fancy, fancy man. Um, I like when Jack calls Liz and tra- Tracy, uh, Liz Tracy's and Tracy's <laughs> residence, Tracy speaking, and he's like, Tracy, put Levin on. Like, he just <laughs> never that I love is like, It's yeah. Jenna from work. <laughs> 
the other Jenna in our life called. <laughs> Basically, Chasey would be a fascinating assistant is what we gather. Yeah. Oh, 100%. But I think that's just my favorite thing about Jack. Sometimes he's really indignant to like Liz's life choices and half the time he just doesn't care. Yeah, like with like, like, I, don't I, got I heard Night Cheese Lemon uh, from the other week and then yeah. this one where he's just like, put your put, uh, Tracy put lemon on. He just yeah. knows that her life is chaos. Like, of course, <laughs> Tracy's at your house at midnight. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, this is also, I oh, and then you get the whole so Tracy hadn't actually read the book yet. So then later on, he's reading the book and you get the whole, do you want to talk about the elephant in the room? No, I don't even know why it's here. It's yeah, there's the elephant. elephant. And I just, every time I love Tracy in glasses so much. So whenever he's got his little reading glasses Aww. on, it just makes my heart so happy. <laughs> um, oh, and then she's on the phone with, she must be on the phone with Jenna. Cause then she makes some joke about Michael Jackson's thriller video too soon. Um, rip Michael Jackson. <laughs> Oh, is that why he said too soon? Um, I was like, Thriller came out a long time ago. I know, right? Everybody calm down. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure because this was in 09. And he died in... Yeah, because I was, I was on Sunset Boulevard with my cousin walking and we walked into when we were records and the, we were, or something happened. The guy's like, I'm pretty sad today. And I'm like, why? Because I knew Farrah Fawcett had died and he was like, Michael Jackson just died. And people were stopping each other in the street on Sunset Boulevard. Did you wow. hear Michael Jackson died? It was crazy. Oh, yeah. He just Damn. died June 25th. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Yep. That, that is here. too soon. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough. I was like, come on, Tracy. Thriller came out a long time. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> All right. That makes sense. Cool. Um, cool. cool. So Glad I was up to date. Right. So then there's this whole thing. So they're trying to figure out how to solve the issue. And Liz says that Jenna is immune to whiskey and Tracy's afraid of juice, uh, which he's not. Juice or it's J-U-I-C-E. I know. But I, I'm like, is that the joke? <laughs> um, well, and I was in the pilot episode. Tracy orders apple juice at that at the diner they go to and they don't have it so then he orders a gin and tonic so clearly he's okay with juice just saying <laughs> i'm just saying i think that's a joke of something deeper <laughs> i think it, i think i'm just saying it he's afraid of juice um oh, oh yeah then the open marriage necklace but then that episode ends and is Tracy's still living there i don't remember how that story ends. he, uh, he leaves he leaves he okay. gets his porno and he leaves yeah oh that's right that's how this episode ends it ends with uh porn stars playing the, our favorite characters that's i mean the AV <laughs> club article he reps like those are actual porn stars aren't they oh uh, i mean, yeah, I, mean yeah. I didn't have to look it up i was like definitely <laughs> porn stars Did she just, know? just the acting and the look it was like for sure big porn star they're like mom i have a show of mine you can watch <laughs> my retainer whatever yeah. will i do for you but i also love that that's the way she finally reaches jenna is yeah. by jenna watching the porn stars enact their like apology and, and mm-hmm. that's when jenna gets it because that's what she needs that makes sense to her but, more but jenna loves that her character is hotter, hotter. <laughs> like that's how i took it was like you do care right that's true <laughs> but you gave me the hotter because you know that i that's, that's true important to me it's so <laughs> funny also i was like the other actress is hot too i don't yeah, know why yeah, yeah, yeah. why are we quibbling jenna but yes they're both names <laughs> i did but others love liz's face when they start making out because they like hug and they look like oh yeah <laughs> and then yeah. jenna's like hmm. yeah but then jenna's like into it <laughs> yeah. like i love that she's like it's like it just hangs a moment too long on jenna to yeah. be like Oh, Jenna, like, sexually likes this. Well, like, <laughs> on, on another day, Jenna might have just jumped in there. Yeah, like, yeah, 100%. yeah. I can do this better. <laughs> other Jenna. Oh, my goodness. Oh, um, God. Just a couple of other random things was that when Tracy was staying at Liz's house, he ordered 
um, The Curious Case of Benjamin Butt and I'm a Do Us, which is another Amadeus reference from 30 Rock. (laughs) I love when you watch a show. Do y'all watch Riverdale? Stay with me, I swear. You watch Do Us Riverdale? It's been recommended to me. Well, Netflix says, hey, you should watch this. (laughs) That show, you can tell, it's really funny. It's a show about teenagers. You can tell the writers are all in their mid to late 30s because they make (laughs) things like Tony Braxton jokes. Uh And I'm just like, yeah, high school, like a high school will reference Tony Braxton. I'm always just like, <laughs> they reference like things from the 80s and 90s. It's one of them, her favorite. Uh, what well, they made it, I can't even think of it. I watched one yesterday and they made it a reference, and I was like, <laughs> I love the show. But it just, I like when you watch a show, and you can tell what the like when Aaron Sorkin references, um, uh, Hammers, uh, you're talking Roger yeah. and Hammerstein, is that correct? Yeah, the, the Penzance, the yeah. You could just tell what an author, what the writers are really into because they reference it multiple times and then this it's star wars and amadeus <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, both mark hamill properties fun fact mark hamill originated oh. the role on broadway oh. dumb that he didn't play it in the movie um you just said something that made me think of this other thing and i can't remember what it was that you said so i'm going to say this part anyways um i don't remember why i'm doing this but somebody tweeted us this morning um kim gleason that we were talking about because i posted the whole thing about 30 rock and she's annoyed that like 30 Rock isn't on Netflix anymore, but it still shows up saying because you watch 30 Rock and then it references like Parks and Rec and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Like mm. that's so messed up. <laughs> whatever. Netflix, whatever. Mm. Just remind us what you've done. Right. <laughs> Remember when you used to have us on here? Um, I think we should just cover the ending where she gets her retainer back. And she her, does she's her, excited because yeah. her dad won't be mad at her. Anymore. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because Jack had to go to D.C. And I just love that. Like he's I a bit of a superhero. Yeah. Oh, and you will never know how he got that retainer. Right, like, but he did it. You yeah. just can't question that. <laughs> there were a couple of Frank hats in this, though. He had spaceship owner. Um, and he also had not guilty. Also a good one. Better which, hat episode. Which did OJ get out of jail this morning? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That like this morning. Did. Yeah. Did he get out? Yeah. Where do you go when you're OJ? Florida. Wow. No, that's where he, his home <laughs> oh, is. Oh, I thought that uh, was orange juice. But orange also, joke. yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Kelsey. <laughs> There's oranges in, or- in Florida. That's legit what I thought you were making a joke I about. I like the levels that you took that. No, his <laughs> home is in Florida. That's where he was living before <laughs> I got arrested. That was an orange joke. That's actually pretty funny though. What if that. he's on my plane on Wednesday? He's probably not flying frontier. Um, I don't know. Can he afford other? Yeah, I don't know. He's uh, broke. That's like the whole thing. <laughs> Damn. A couple oh, of other okay. just random notes is I was laughing. This is the second, at least the second time in Jenna's career that she's played a werewolf because she played it on Night oh, Court. Oh, Night Court. It's Sparky Monroe. Night yep. Court. And <laughs> I love it. That's the response. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Uh, I can't find anything else. Did you have any favorite lines from this episode, Cassie? Um, well, we didn't talk about Kenneth, and oh, I liked that the he, dog stuff. Well, or his, and yeah. I like his first line is like, he's like, Miss Lemon, can I work only twenty hours today? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, you're right. We totally missed that whole storyline. Uh, I love. I'm doing some volunteer work <laughs> <laughs> with Big Brother. Oh, I did Big Sister. That little girl taught me how to use tampons. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I love later. That, oh, yeah. That that was what Tracy. He like brought all the dogs over. Because Kenneth ended up getting them. Yeah, but there's yeah. the sign that he puts on that Kenneth puts on his desk that says "Volunteers needed to adopt dogs." It's God backwards. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, which I think I think that might have been my favorite line from this whole episode. That it's God backwards. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm I'm a really big fan of the moment where he was like, "I'm gonna cut the baby in half." He was like, "I will take the top half because it the better the top half. It's better because it has the face." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love that joke so much. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, God. He's such a weirdo. Um, I also like Jack saying, you weaked it. 
Whatever yes, they, the things yes. they make that man say are just so delightful. Yeah, you did it. You weaked it. And then also Kenneth saying, like my mom said, you can't eat love. And like my mom's friend Ron said, the donkey died, Kenneth. Now you're the donkey. <laughs> and suddenly transported to a very dark place. Very like, oh, <laughs> you just always want to like give Kenneth a hug. Or yeah, a yeah. Back. Like that's all you want to do. Um, that's all I got. Did you have anything yeah. else? No, it w- I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was very funny and uh, what a ride. It w- right? was a ride. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. So, <laughs> I don't know what the AV guy was complaining about. I know. Go away, dude. Moral of the story, AV, doesn't, AV Club doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We love you, but just you're wrong this once. But also you're wrong. Yes. Cool. Um, so I think that wraps up this episode. I think we covered it. Um Woo. Cassie, where can people find your podcast, find you on social media, in real life, home address, all that good stuff? Oh, God, home address. (laughs) Let's start with that one. Um, Listen to the Dumb Nerds podcast. It's also on Boardwalk Audio. Boardwalk Audio. You can also find it on iTunes and all that. Whatever you listen to your podcasts on. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me places at Redheaded Blonde on Instagram and Twitter. Um, don't find me on Facebook. Kimmy, people you can won't find be you. able to. So it's fine. That's very true. Um, <laughs> you can find me at, at Kimchi Lucas everywhere. Um, it'll be a lot of Insta stories of the Cafe 101 <laughs> and comedy shows. Cause yep. that's, that's what I've been doing lately. That's what you do. That's all I do <laughs> lately. <laughs> just <laughs> recently. No, f- uh, it's not that interesting. Do whatever you want. Um, and you can find us at, at talk 30 rock to me. Mm-hmm. You can t- please tweet at us, Insta message us, um, email us at, uh, talk 30 rock to me at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you because we like talking to people cause we're social. So, and again, if you rate and review, let us know, we will send you a sticker. They're pretty great. Yep, Kelsey did a good job. Um, and come to shows at the Nerd Melt. That's all. Cool, cool. Or Starburns. I want to support Starburns as well. I guess. I guess. Um, perfect. We will have Cassie back next week to talk about Stone Mountain. Ooh. That does it for Into the Crevasse. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.